In our last podcast, we talked about structures and whether you might consider using a structure for your property acquisition. Now, what we're going to talk about today is how the structure might be appropriate depending on the use of the property. So frequently clients will purchase a property with generally two main intentions, and sometimes there can be a mix of those intentions. The first intention is what I call a buy, build and keep or rent, or you might not even be building, you might just be buying and renting the property. And the second type of transaction is one where you buy, build and sell or you're doing some sort of development activities on the site. Might be demolishing the properties that are currently there, undertaking a subdivision, and then selling off the subdivided blocks, or even possibly selling the entire block uh, with a DA attached. So when we're looking at the structures for those particular transactions, the intention of the acquisition at the time is actually quite important. Now, I've done a lot of modelling for clients in the past where we look at the situation where a client is purchasing a property with the intention of keeping the property longer term and renting the property out during that period and then ultimately selling the property, usually when they enter into retirement. Now, the modelling that I've done in those situations tends to reflect the fact that an individual's names is usually the most appropriate model uh, for holding the first two properties. When we get to property number three and four and further acquisitions, the model can show that a structure might be appropriate in order to hold those properties. Now, where things tend to flip and the benefits of having the property within a structure tend to outweigh uh, the costs involved is where a client decides to buy, build and sell. And generally we'll look at two ways in order to actually hold that development asset. The first one is the use of a discretionary trust. And in a future podcast, we'll actually talk about what discretionary trusts are and how they operate in practice. Or the second structure that we use is a company. And we then need to consider who will be the shareholders in that company. And often the shareholder will be a discretionary trust. Now, the reason why you'd be looking at holding the asset in either a trust or through a company is in order to take advantage in the trust case of the streaming benefits So you'll make a profit on the sale of your property. Now, that particular point is very important because there is a confusion as to how the development profits are treated. Now, where your intention from the beginning has been to buy, build and sell, then a client won't need to consider the capital gains tax implications. And so therefore, even if the property is held for more than 12 months, the 50% discount won't apply. And so when we're looking at the structures, the entire amount of the profit or the gain is taxed. There is no discount. 
And so that's where the use of a trust can be beneficial because we can stream profits, first of all, to the lower income earning individuals up to a tax rate of 25%. And then finally, we can look at distributing to potentially what's called a bucket company and capping the remaining profits at 25%. Now, there are a number of caveats that come with that, and we'll talk about that in a future podcast. Or we can decide to hold the property from the beginning in a company, and the activities are undertaken within that company, and then the profits on that transaction will be taxed at 25%. So, the structures are extremely important because it provides us with an opportunity to lower the tax position that might ordinarily otherwise uh, occur if the asset was held in individual names and it could easily push the individuals up into the top tax rate. And then we need to look at, well, how do we extract profits out of those entities or how do we use the profits within those entities to reinvest for the future. And there are some things that we'll talk about in some future podcasts.